answers you're looking for are inside of you. The hard part is being able to hear them. Even if you have never found yourself without someone to turn to, your parents or your spouse or your best friend might not always be there. Just as I won't always be there for my daughter. One day you will have dreams, hopes, and disappointments so personal that you will not be able to tell those folks or anyone else about them. These you have to figure out for yourself. Who you take advice from says a lot about who you are. I have been a few different people in my life, but now I have a person who I respect and trust, me. And until you reach that place in life, you are at the mercy of fate. When I was about 12 years old, my mom sent me to see my cousin James in prison. I still don't know what he was serving time for, but I've come to understand why she wanted me to go with his family to visit him. She tried anything that might keep me from ending up there myself. Unfortunately, that's not the lesson I came away with that day. James came into the waiting room with hundreds of other men each one wearing identical white pants and a big shirt. As I sat and watched with James' younger brother, Willie, one man came through the door who I couldn't take my eyes off. He wasn't any bigger or taller than the others, but he stood out from the rest of the men like the sun from the clouds. Even though he was dressed the same, his uniform somehow seemed tailor-made. The prison seemed like his castle, and he a king. It even seemed like the guards at the jail worked for him. Finally, Willie and I got up enough nerve to ask James who he was. He told us he's a slugger, a boxing term I'd never heard before that means that person is a puncher. From that point on, I tried to put the pieces together to cut as imposing a figure as the guy in prison. When I saw a John Wayne movie, I would try to copy his walk. I wanted sideburns, a mustache, and a beard like Jimmy Brown's. And I tried everything to get hair to grow on my face. Later, after I became a boxer, I watched how the people I'd put on a pedestal behaved around others. Sonny Liston was a bully, and I thought that was how you ought to act when you became a big-timer. I wanted to be like my heroes, but before I knew it, I had bypassed being like them I had become them. I had become so many people. Then one night in 1977, I lost a fight in Puerto Rico to Jimmy Young by unanimous decision. Afterward, in the dressing room, I was sure I was dying, and it was my life I was fighting for. I saw everything I'd ever worked for. Money, homes, cars, fame, crumble like ashes. That experience changed me. After that, all I wanted was my life. My life. But having spent all those precious years trying to be like so many others, I didn't even know who I was. About a year later, as I was trying to trim my hair with a set of clippers, I accidentally cut a big S into the top of my head. I tried everything I could to correct it, but nothing helped. So I finally shaved it all off. When I looked into the mirror, I was so ashamed, I put on a ski hat so no one else could see how I really looked. But one day I forgot to put the hat on, and by the time I realized it, people had already sniggered at me. 
I was as embarrassed as if I'd walked out in the public without clothes on. When I studied my ball reflection, though, I recognized a person I hadn't seen since I was a boy. I saw me. Looking back was the face I was born with, the boy my mom had always loved. I decided to leave that hat at home for good. That's when I realized why I had admired that man in prison all those years earlier. He was the only person there who liked himself. He was exactly who he wanted to be. He wore his clothes like he loved them. While all the other men tried to act tough, he only had to be himself. My cousin and I had seen this man from the inside out. From that day on, I have stood in front of any mirror with pride, brushing my teeth, shaving, or sometimes simply to admire the man God has made of me. I feel completely at peace.